When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And you can tell our friends and they can have my things when we're dead. Coach, I'm gay. <laughs> Mom, I'm transgender. In a shocking admission to the grave from oh, his parents. Joe Biden's been through a lot. He okay. beats stuttering. He's gay. He's transgender. Well, you didn't see, but at the beginning of the thing, he said, this is my impression of Danny. <laughs> <laughs> he said... He said out there, he goes, I know there's been a lot going on in the world, but I had lunch with this uh, ex-stock trader, Danny Polischuk, and this is how he sounded. And then you didn't finish. He said, Grandma, I'm fat. <laughs> Coach, I'm gay. That's, that's Joe Biden in the fucking White House cafeteria being like, sir, I just served the food. <laughs> there's, he goes, no, I'm- Mr. President, I just served the food. He's like, Coach. He goes, you know, you're talking to the press, not your coach. (laughs) Sort of shocking news uh, before we even get really too into it. Something very disturbing. Um, You may not know this, but extremism is at an all-time high in your households. Now, there's a lot of signs. You know, it could be your dad. could be your gardener. You know what I mean? Someone that's just... I saw my, um, my super with a bunch of PVC piping. I don't know what he's doing with that, but it can't be good. No, he—I mean, he's definitely not fixing anything. So storming I, sh- something. I, if you see him shimmying around, is this one of those like uh, see something, say something scenarios where I, I rat out my super for the PVC piping? Up until this point, we were kind of thinking, is that an extremist? Is that an extremist? And just to be safe, we rat them all out. Yes, you, you rat know, everybody out. You say anything you've saw. You go the subway driver. He had a red hat on. I don't know if exactly it was Trump. Maybe a related. gang color. He, something to do with extremism, but. Luckily, a mother has uh, a mother's against extremism sort of situation. She went on a daytime show, sort of solved it for all of us. So any of you who are wondering, is my am I an extremist? Do I have to report myself? Just report yourself. Just get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Is my girlfriend an extremist? Is my two boyfriends and my girlfriend's boyfriends, (laughs) are they extremists? How extreme are we getting? If you're in a polyamorous relationship with two men and a third man... (laughs) That's you're not, extreme. you're not, you, the three of you are in a relationship and then your th- third boyfriend has a second relationship on the side, getting some side ass. But is he an extremist? And you never really know up until now. So this is what she has to say. Here are the signs to look out for. 
or maybe language that they use, young, their young sons might be using, or behaviour that they might have. Yes, they can. So there are lots of bits of language that might be red flags referring to people as normies or as triggered. Normies is the word incels use for people outside their community. Uh, triggered, based, cucked, describing yes. being red-pilled or black-pilled, which are words they use no. to describe being infiltrated into... This is not good. Not good. And it's worth saying as well that they see this as a kind of conduit to other forms of extremism. It isn't completely separate from far white, white nationalist. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's not good. You know what's next, too, is Muslim extremism. Uh, that's, that's the slippery slope it starts she's talking with, about. It starts with calling stuff triggered. And calling people cucks. And then, then all of a sudden you you're joining fucking the Taliban. Well, then you join the clan, and then you join the Taliban. <laughs> that's well, how it goes. We have a problem here because a couple of the, you know, some of the third and fourth mics on the show, who you might be familiar with, based Fauci, self-named. I guess incel Fauci, more like it. Well, I didn't know. When he started coming out here saying everyone's triggered and the libertard media, and he was going on about that, he was calling, he was calling everyone cucked. He said Biden's uh, yeah, he, cucked. I know. That's before him. he came out he as goes, gay. You've been red-pilled, man. Now that Biden came out as gay, that's a hate crime. When you watch that, were you like watching that and then just slow, mo everything got slow and your phone just dropped to the ground and fell out of your hand because you just could not believe what you were hearing? I did. It was slow motion. And then I looked at Fauci. I go, not you. And then, Fa you know what Fauci said to me? He goes, those trigged libs can eat my ass. <laughs> I go, oh, no. Fauci's probably like, yeah, guess what? I actually could have solved AIDS in the I, 80s. I just chose not to. I go, yeah, I got to be. <laughs> Come on. Oh, fuck. He goes, I'm not going to mess with God's plan. That's what Fauci said. Oh. I didn't want to get involved when I first heard it because I, I, you know, when they said people that said normies and based, they're going to be really extremists. And I go, oh, Fauci's going to the X Games. He's into skateboarding, maybe snowboarding. Yeah, just, he does this a lot. You and know? then. I said to Fauci, I go, listen, we might have to replace you. And he goes, they will not replace <laughs> us. And I said, oh, he's gone oh, full. He's gone full. I didn't know he was an incel. I you said, ever see his they? wife? That's well, MGTOW, Prince Harry, I kind of knew he was getting into that sort of stuff. But I want, and that's why I asked him. I go, Prince Harry, are there any ethnic groups that are better at math? And what he said was, yes, men. So I go, okay, he's still fun. I thought yeah, he was going to. He's really leaning into the MGTOW But that was, too, huh? to me, good because I thought he was going to insinuate done what, there was an ethnic group. Well, but he's doing what women are doing who are women are basically like, we're an ethnic group now. Right. He's kind of. You and know. I said, okay, so the racism hasn't quite creeped in. And then he looked me dead in the eyes and he said, Asian men. <laughs> and I said, wow. oh, shit. So MGTOW, Prince Harry. You just. You just can never, you know, in your mind, you can just never leave that royal lifestyle where you just think that way. She must go back to her house every day and just look on the internet, scrolling through videos of people saying bass. <laughs> she just has a whole wall full of Pepe. <laughs> she has so many frog walls. She yeah, just goes she just to sleep looking at them like, yeah. those normies. They don't even approve of me having sex with my lads. Oh. By the way, I've never heard, I've obviously heard of triggered and triggered normies, or triggered and normies. I've never heard triggered normies. Triggered normies. Triggered. He said triggered <laughs> cock normies who aren't even red pilled. That's what her son yeah, she said. Like, she used every single one of the words in one sentence. Dude, how fucking gay would it be for your mom to be on that tirade? Like, she, she makes a deal with the school 
to come in and give a fucking, oh my god yeah like you're every, you have to sit an assembly and everybody's got to go check out the assembly you of have to go your to a, mom ugh, and she's got bristol like poster boards up on the wall and she's like <laughs> now triggered is can lead to someone saying normies yeah it's like and normies is a gateway to calling someone cocked and someone's like you stupid bitch and she goes, glad you <laughs> said that yeah because if we pull down this poster board proves my point Ah, uh, so anyways, I and just she's want- telling all these kids who are just like into fucking Fortnite about how she she's worried they're going to become white supremacists, and then and they're, they're going like, to join what? the Taliban. Taliban. So I, I, all I said, what are the odds do you think that the Taliban goes on cameo, gets William Hung to do a cameo? That's Taliban, Taliban. Yeah, that's an option. Is that possible? Was that his song? She bangs. She bangs. Oh, yeah. She bangs. bangs. And, so then, and so then he goes with Taliban. I didn't really get I didn't. It was so far off. It was so I far off. I mean, William Hung's not getting referenced a lot these days, but he definitely has a cameo. Dude, William Hung like a horse, dude. <laughs> Wouldn't that be Because, you know, like the Taliban's doing all this stuff where they're like, you know, t- calling out Facebook and shit. Maybe like they, they're, they're starting to be a little trollish. So maybe that's what they get into the cameos of just like <laughs> getting Tim Allen for a fucking 100 grand to be like, I love the Taliban. Yeah, happy. Oh yeah, yeah. They're fucking with people on. Those are the funniest. That's one of the reasons why cameo is so bad because ninety percent of people, their cameo is just like people messing with them. Uh-huh. Dude, the amount of celebrities that people get them to do cameos, like citing like race statistics and shit like that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but like, yeah, just kind of not overtly, and then they say this thing, and they go, "All right, well, that was that was the easiest forty dollars I've ever made." Really? Yeah, and it's not even that much. It's like you have to do. It's fit. You make like 50 bucks or something i mean unless you're pretty famous you can't charge that much so you end up you you wake up and your schedule's like hey go make these two videos of people that are fucking with you yeah for a hundred dollars especially yeah. for people that are like used to be movie stars i know just literally say yeah i'm a loser asshole <laughs> well i think that if to make sure that you're not radicalized this is what you do want your kids to do you want your kids dancing on tiktok and just sitting at home watching videos of everyone jumping on crates that's the only way that you live everyone's mom's just busting crates dan danny's mom actually did the the milk cart challenge and the, the milk carts actually just uh dug straight into the ground and <laughs> you ever see, like it was like a video game where yeah, the, the just, milk carts just the ground, disappear it's just a sinkhole just a sinkhole on the just, ground <laughs> but she didn't fall so that this, was good the milk cart challenge is crazy by the way i've been like i don't know where the fuck it came from some of the worst spills. The fucking hood, DP. I guess. Some of the worst spills I've ever seen. Yeah. Like the amount of like things. I couldn't even look at them, but the amount of people who are like, yeah, this video, the guy breaks his arm. Yeah, they're tough. One guy <laughs> died apparently. <laughs> Shut up. Apparently. What happened was, yeah, he fell and some fucking big chick did uh, Danny Lung drive. I would love that. Round. That like uh, obituary. It's like beloved uh, brother, son passed away. Milk cart too soon due to the milk cart challenge. Milk cart challenge. Hey, what was it you were saying? You went to the oh, Williamsburg this is, Fair. This is so fucking good. So uh, Williamsburg, there's this like flea market in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which is like the most hipstery place on earth possibly uh, i went with my girlfriend because her someone she knew had like a table there and so i was like wandering around and it's all uh, like you what know what actually happened is danny heard there might be deals there might be deals there were no deals it was it was pretty pretty wild but anyways i was walking around it's all candles and shit but so there was uh, in a small it was 20 vendors and two of the vendors one of the vendors was the queer candle company <laughs> and then the other one was the queer quilter 
two businesses. It's like literally 10% of the businesses there yeah. had queer. Were in they them. beside each other? No, they were on different sides. At least they had, it didn't like have that bad optics. But you know who was getting crushed? Is whoever didn't have the word queer in their candle company business name. <laughs> just normal candles. Yeah, just go, hey. Queer candlesticks like, does like, sound like a gay bra. Like Amanda's candles cannot compete with queer. I think it was actually black queer. The candle. quilted queer? Yeah, there's the quilted queer the and, black, like, quilted and then the queer? black queer candle company, actually. <laughs> when you're like, holy fuck, how are you supposed to compete with that? Imagine I think you're just a white guy who's trying to sell some candles and you're like, I, I'm up against the black queer candle company. That's the Brooklyn version of the other in like Texas slapping the American flag on some shit. Yeah, totally. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you have a, a car company, you say like American, you know, vehicles like that's or the American candle company would be the same thing. Yeah, but the Yankee candle company. If you say the candle sticks, like mm-hmm. it sounds a little like there's going to be some dicks involved. Yeah, yeah, but it was... Uh, well, other companies need to do that. Like Tesla needs to be... Like Tesla should just change their name to Queer Mobiles. Queer Mobiles. Or just honestly, just Queer Tesla. Burgers for Queers. That's McDonald's. Oh, that's McDonald's. I would just... Uh, yeah, Burgers for Queers. Queer McDonald's. Uh, what other good... You know, you could always do the classics like the Queer Halliburton. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like the defense. Queer Burton. Queer Burton. I don't even know if you necessarily kind of combine the two words. You just put queer. Do you have no fear hats? I think those could be changed to be a queer. Be a queer. That actually has to have been done. The no fear, but something with queer. It is funny, though, being the person that right next door to them, they pop up the queer thing and then you just see the business just. Yeah, totally. Like, literally, you have no tables. Like, you're like, all your customers are just gone and you're just standing there twiddling your thumbs after this genius marketing move. Yeah, so it was popping off, though. People were loving the queer stuff. The queer. Oh, they, they couldn't. They were just selling out. It was, it was fucking gangbusters over at the queer tables. Nice. You know, the, like when they say radicalized, you know, obviously what they really mean is like anything that doesn't go against their thing. Yeah. One thing that was kind of making me laugh was when you think of like who's more of a cult, for example, right? Like, and I, the idea of being radicalized, like kind of generally it's you get part of like an ideology that's like cult-like and stuff like that to some degree. But when Trump was giving his speech, a lot of the people were turning on him because he didn't, you know, he was saying get the vaccine and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, he, but he did a big no-no. If it was such a cult, you you've seen people turn on him. You don't see people turning on their thing that are That's fucking true. part of the like. Imagine right now, uh, AOC came out and she was said something that they didn't agree. Like, they'll never disagree with their, like the people that they're in the cult of. No, no, no. They all have... I mean, that's the thing. is Any disagreement, you just get the fuck... Yeah, they'll never disagree with the person who's running the shit. Well, the whole thing is if, if their whole thing... They'll just be like, like all right, this, this Trump is what I cult. think now. Well, a lot of them switched on it. Yeah. That's for there sure. There were a lot of people who were probably like had an existential crisis after hearing Well, he clip. sees it as his thing that he yeah. made. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, his whole thing is like the hyper, the hyper or warp speed, Project Warp Speed, and all that stuff. Like, he wants to take credit for that. Right. His, he literally feels that he got fucked over because they took so long to announce it, that his beautiful vaccine. Yeah, tremendous, well, It's the tremendous vaccine. On the topic of everyone kind of... Uh, the misinformation and people ruining everyone's lives on the internet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I watched the Alisa lamb documentary. So it's vanishing at Cecil hotel. So the idea is in LA, the Cecil hotel's got all this like history of stuff like this, right? Mm-hmm. She goes to this hotel 
and then she goes she goes missing and then there's footage of her in the elevator and it looks like she's haunted by a ghost and then she they never find her body oh and then so there's these things called web sleuths and but I, what i was going to say about the netflix documentaries is out of the gate like every documentary on netflix this is why i don't like them is they're all 6 hours long and they should be one mm-hmm. and i say every documentary was fucking 40 hours at one point yes that, and they, that is true because you're like they're just wanting to turn a movie into a series they would do these things like investigate her you know some par- faction of her life or something and or some side character's life for 30 minutes where that would have been a three minute part of a normal documentary now it's half an hour yeah every documentary started out as a hundred hours of footage that's true There's and then no they document- whittle it down to six hours and in this one, instead of whittling it down to one hour, they just leave it at six hours. And that's every Netflix documentary right yeah. now. They're all these big series. But they have these things called web sleuths. And the idea with these web sleuths, all of these nerdy people on the internet took it on took it upon themselves to solve this case, right? Okay. Like the, Luca, of, like the Luca Magnata thing, the don't fuck with cats. Yes, it's like all of these, right? But it's like everyone on the internet. And then they found, they turned into a lynch mob where they found these guys, like there, there was this one guy who was like a metal guy that was in the hotel for a day. They basically found this guy, and then they were like, we think he did it, and their evidence was like, look at his songs, look at this. And within, uh, within like six months, this guy got his YouTube deleted, like they mass flagged his thing. He got all of his social medias deleted. He got fucking kicked out of his thing. Like um, he became the full thing on all the news. And they interviewed this guy and he was really broken down about it. He was like- Yeah, they ruined his life. They ruined his life. Literally a mob, an internet mob ruined this guy's life. An internet mob legitimately ruined his life. And it's funny because in the in the first half of the documentary, you see this metal guy and he's like, and he's like, death, I will piss on the corpse. And then he was like, he was like, yeah, those people on the internet are mean, but right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. He's like, that's like, that's just my persona and music. You know, I'm pretty. Well, it broke guy. him. He stopped. He goes, I haven't even done music anymore. And he it, it literally broke him. And he, he, he basically, like I said, I've had, you know, a level of this. The people commit suicide all the time from this shit. But it really is. That's fucking crazy. So this guy, yeah, they ruined his entire And this is life. obviously after a full investigation had been done by the Was police. ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, because, and then they they dedicated their whole life to this, ruined this guy's life like a lynch mob, or the same way they investigate everyone, like they're a fucking politician now. Yeah. You know, the only person that should be investigated, like this is the guy running for president. Even no, like fucking I municipal mean, council. I don't think they should be going back to shit you said on the internet fucking 20 years ago. No. I don't think you need that much scrutiny for those kind of jobs. But it's funny because they're still in the documentary. All of these people that ruined this guy's lives. He even said, he's like, yeah, they didn't say sorry or anything. And then, the, you know, you meet the guys. They're like, yeah, we overreacted a little bit on this one. And it's like, yeah, well, well, it's no it's, fucking accountability. Yeah, well, it's like, it's not their job. They're just doing it from their, like, basement fucking at their computer. And they're like, yeah, I guess we ruined someone's life. It happens. You know, you got to crack a couple eggs. You want to make an omelet? Worst people in the world. Um, speaking of movies, I just want to bring this. I forgot about this. But uh, so there's this movie called that I watched the other night. Promising Young Woman. Have you heard of this? No. Okay, it's with uh, Bo Burnham's in it. So basically the premise of this movie, it, it came out last year. I think it had a lot of like uh, Carrie Mulligan. I don't know who that is. But it had a lot of like controversy around it. So it's this woman. Her whole thing is that she pretends to be super drunk at like bars 
and then guys pick her up to like uh essentially like date rape her because she's too drunk and then like right as they're about to do it she comes like she goes yeah what? i remember that you remember that? she goes what are you doing and they're like what the fuck or whatever and like mclovin's one of the guys he's like mclovin literally mclovin is this yeah. like and the whole movie is like literally every guy she has this book and every time she gets one she like crosses a thing off and she's doing it to like for revenge for her like friend or whatever and she has a book it's like you know hundreds and essentially this movie is like every guy that exists is a rapist that's the gist of it that's the gist of it to the point where like even like my girl was like all right this is like a bit like she's never found one single guy yeah like not, there it. hasn't been a, like she's never gone out pretended to be drunk and not been raped every single time every single time she, she shows up like falls on the floor and like oh, yeah and the first guy i don't like, even want here I'm sure, we go i'm sure not a lot of people are gonna watch this who are watching so but she's so the love interest so she's basically all every man is bad in this movie and then she's uh bo burnham she used to this, this girl was in med school and bo she, burnham hit, hit it so what's her point she just finds out the so, guys so basically what happens she is that them? this guy she kill them no what she just writes it down she just writes it down and she goes, and she goes, she goes, you're on, you're, you're on, you're you're on more, notice, you're on notice, pal that I'm, and anyways, and so her whole story is that she was in med school and her like best friend got like raped by like some jock guy and they like all videotaped it and then she killed herself. So this is like her like revenge arc where she's like, I have to like, you know, get revenge on everybody for this. And then Bo Burnham is like this, you know, she works at a coffee shop and he's a doctor and he like comes in and then they start dating and he's like, you know, the awkward Bo Burnham guy. Blah, blah blah, and then you know she's like starting to fall for him, but she has all this weird thing where she does all this stuff, and then it turns out Bo Burnham was one of the guys who like was there raping her friend at the end, and it's like the whole thing. So is, even the one, even guy the one might, guy yeah, yeah. who you're like <laughs> one redeeming guy, you go, not all guys are rapists. Even Burnham and then was at the end, doing you know, it. Every guy on earth is a rapist. And There's like, not a single one. I was like, this is. It, like it wasn't even the craziest, like worst movie to be honest, but it was just like so. I was like, "This is fucking." It's starting to feel a bit on the propagandy. It just never stopped. Like I'm like you, you even just I laughed. I'm like, so the one guy who we were made to made to believe was not a rapist. Rapist. Yeah. Well, that's life, fellas. Fellas. That's fucking life, <laughs> fellas. And you know what else is life? Butcher box. <laughs> yeah. Sponsorships. This is a, if you're gonna have a barbecue with all the babes. You know, bring the guys from the local bathhouse over. 25 dudes. Just no chicks. They don't even know that you're out of the closet. No. You're there. You met them at the thing. You get hungry. You work up a sweat, no pun intended, at the sweaty bathhouse. <laughs> I was like, what pun? There's a pun. <laughs> There's been because, a pun. <laughs> because it's a sweat room. A sauna, if you will. A sauna. Soak up the last moments of summer with Butcher Box. This special offer by ButcherBox wants to celebrate the rest of summer, right? Treat yourself and receive a special offer from ButcherBox. When the new member signs up, ButcherBox will give you a free chicken, burgers, and hot dogs in your first box. And the process is simple. So once you sign up, you choose the delivery frequency, you choose all the stuff, and then they send you five boxes, four, four curated box options, as well as the popular custom box, and you get exactly what you and your family love. ButcherBox ships the order frozen and fresh packed with a 100% recyclable box. So solid steaks. I don't have the. I have a steak currently <laughs> in my freezer that I took out yesterday. That's why Danny's so sweaty. He's just fucking nonstop. I have crushing been meat. eating so much fucking meat. <laughs> 
Like to the point and where And that has nothing to do with the butcher box. My man's just been out here crushing dogs. Getting out there. But I honestly have been fucking like and it's I, I felt like I put a dent in it and then I went and looked at my freezer and I'm like, I haven't even put a dent in what they sent us. <laughs> like it's it's so good though. It's all like organic chicken breast. I mean yeah. and I, I have this I don't know why, but for whatever reason my brain, I'm like, I want to work through these things like like by category so I'm like I just I'm literally like I'm just gonna eat all the chicken first butcher this. box wants you to enjoy the rest of the summer with special offer butcher box gives the listeners special offer three pounds of chicken breast two pounds of burgers and one pack of hot dogs for free right now new members can get this special deal when they sign up at butcher butcherbox.com slash boys cast that's butcherbox.com slash boys cast for free chicken burgers and hot dogs in your first box only fans is that our next sponsor <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm actually starting an OnlyFans where I eat. I, I just sit in a G street like the Borat uh, no, swimsuit, and I just and I eat all the meat that ButcherBox sends. And that will be called Only Dan. Only Dan. So if you want Danny, if you want exclusive content of Danny eating meat, and I just pour barbecue sauce and I rub it into my chest, and then I'll like dip a nugget in solid. It yeah, it's pretty pretty sensual. So the OnlyFans thing, we we didn't talk about it before they backtracked. So I don't even actually understand. So now I'm like to the point where I don't get it because I looked into it last week and they were their straight thing was like, like I actually looked at their site and their terms and they were like, yeah, no bestiality and like stuff like that. And now, but like it never was like no nudity. Yes, but they, okay. So they were never saying no nudity. What happened at first is they came out and they're like, listen, you can't be having sex on there. You can't be fingering yourself. And the reason for that was they thought they were going to be a real company now. Mm -hmm. So they're sort of... They wanted to go IPO and shit. They wanted to... That's the big one. And I think that that's what I was... I, I, I mean, they don't say this anywhere. But the idea was the people who started this company would love to sell it for a huge amount of money. Yeah. No one wants to buy it privately, obviously, at this point. So they own a company that's probably making decent profits. I think they said it was, you know, somewhere in the uh, upwards of a billion or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they make but, bang. you know, I don't know. I think they take 20% of that or whatever. So, you know, you're looking at a profits of a couple hundred million mo minus expenses and all that sort of stuff. So it's like they're doing fine. But what they want to do is sell the entire company to the fucking stock market. And you get a way better valuation, all this stuff. Yeah, th they're essentially seem to be in the pickle that weed companies were, where weed was le like, you know, legal-ish. And then, but banks are like, yeah, we're not dealing. Right, okay, you. so... But the problem is they, they and then the banks were saying that, you know, we're not going to uh, be able to finance this whole operation if you if you guys have all that stuff because it's like a stink on their bank. And the problem is there's there's like five different like interesting things about this. I mean, for one, OnlyFans thinking they're going to be a real company now is fucking hilarious. Well, I know the best where they're like, I, I have, have they ever contacted you or anything. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they like they they were doing this whole thing where they're like, "Hey, like." No, they were trying hard to get me to do something there, but it's like they the, the, at the end of the day, my I think my whole point on this, which is kind of interesting, is it all relates back to the fucking speech shit and all this stuff because it really is the same thing where the banks have been doing the same thing to you know podcasters and everything forever, but now because you know these fucking people who've been trying to who've been championing the banks like uh, you know dictating what companies do forever because porn stars are a group that they like. Yeah. All of a sudden they're you know now it's like oh this is bad even though these people have been like clapping forever for the fact that I mean and this is. This well, is that a, was the banks. There was the same thing with Pornhub, right? With the, it was the. It's the same thing with the trillion companies. Yeah. But one thing that these do is they get rid of 
this is the same. Every streamer site, for example, built their company by being like an alternative site. And then once they get big enough, they start to go, oh, let's kick off all the people with any sort of dissonant opinions. Yeah. And all of, and Facebook did something similar where they sort of, they convinced everyone to move over to Facebook and then build up in like an empire essentially with video by essentially telling people that they would push all their videos before, way more. So many publications moved over to Facebook and then they choked and throttled everyone's things and tried to make them pay for it. Mm -hmm. So it was like a big bait and switch of OnlyFans built this on the backs of uh, fucking porn people. The same way that so many sites built their shit on the backs of streaming people. And it's kind of like uh, the companies that don't have the opinion that fucking, you know, when I get it, I'm going to bring the people that were with me from the start. No, yeah, totally. When I eat the whole crew eats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Which they're, is, they're just like, uh, we want to make a lot of money. Right. But it's, but it's, the whole thing is, the whole thing is scummy. And there's like so many components of it. It's not as like simple as just like they want to make money because there's more to it than that. And the reason they switched is because the fucking porn lobby is f- much fucking stronger than the you're allowed to speak and say what you want and question like mainstream stuff narrative lobby. Yeah. Which says a fucking that's like to me the point like that's how much this says about like where we're at. It's like when the fucking when what's been happening everywhere happened to like the porn people. They actually won, yeah, and they backtracked. You never seen that the other fucking way no, around. A lot of I mean, money talks, I think, and that was just like, well, money talks, but also fucking, you know, a, a lobby that people listen to talks. Mm-hmm. So, well, they're not going to be able, but, but this backtrack, they're not going to be able to like IPO now. Their whole thing is like, look, we're just going to go back to being this business where we, we operate. In this. Yes, but why do you think they did that? Well, because the fucking man, I know people who are on OnlyFans, like this one girl who I uh, and like. On, and she was like a freaking out and then everybody's like oh I guess we're moving now like all these people's like lives were basically like a lot of people were very yeah, upset but why do you think OnlyFans decided to backtrack <sighs> I don't know they had no choice really they, 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 I think they potentially were gonna fuck up their business because this was such an unpopular yeah, move yeah exactly you know, they, they did this and it was the most unpopular move and the reason for that I'm not sure what they were even thinking well that's like the, thinking how this would turn out you know well they thought this is what they thought they thought that they could say yeah you're allowed to sell nudes and stuff like that you can't just do you just can't do porn mm. and that would not be that big of a deal yeah that would be fine for mo- again it is a little different i mean I, it's the same principle but it's the same thing as telling fucking people who speak for a living or whatever yeah. that hey you can be on here you just can't say this and if you do we talk you know yeah it's so but there is a difference because, you know, it's obviously there's one of them is a protected right and one of them's, you know, it's a little confusing what it is. But the the moral of the story is what the public will is, is that 100% the public will of the people that listen to is that this is a, you know, group of people that you can't fuck with. Mm-hmm. Sex workers became, you know, be the, they don't understand. Somewhat of a protected this, class, yeah. It's a somewhat of a protected class in the sense that they are part of, you know, the activist umbrella. Yeah, that's true. Which is why that they, you know, they, so for example, when these people, um, this is what their original article said. They were like, OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for creators. And this is after they backtracked, right? Sorry, not the original. This is once they're backtracked. So when they say inclusive, what they mean is like, you know, people having sex for a living, right? 
And they and then this is what people said. They are pu- pushing sex workers farther underground while simultaneously removing safer platforms has consistently resulted in more harm, the organization said in a statement to USA Today. So they're doing like damage control uh-huh. and they're coming back. And I agree. Like, I actually agree that I fucking don't, you know, you can't get on board with the fact, obviously the same reason that like when someone you don't like gets kicked off, mm-hmm. obviously it's somewhat a little bit funny, but at the end of the day, you have to be like, no, I'm against this. Yeah, so Even course. if you think that like, fuck these hoes or whatever, mm-hmm. even if that's your opinion or your fucking chicks doing, maybe you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine doing some guys like so relieved. So he goes, stoked. oh my God, <laughs> thank you only fans for kicking her. And then she goes, ah, it's just a false alarm. Yeah, yeah. They, there were yeah. so many fucking dudes. They were like, "All right, back to work, ladies." All right. <laughs> but then, when you find out this is what the reason for it, you have to be like, "No." The same reason why I don't fucking think that these organizations, like the fucking Anti Defamation League, and all these places, can make lists of who they think should be banned from the world. Yeah, for sure. And give it to these people. I mean, it's crazy too because there's really only like I don't know a few payment processors, so. Doesn't take much for you to just be shut out. Well, most importantly, it's not even that there are, there are is a few also, but then there's a billion of them use that few. I can't believe they haven't figured out a way for cryptocurrency to fix this. This seems like where we're at with everything. Like OnlyFans would be like, well, I'm sure there is a million crypto OnlyFans sites. It's just this is the one that popped. No, off. I'm saying for specifically for OnlyFans to fix this issue for them. What what do you think they should do? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's people smarter than I working on it. But like, if there were been a payment thing, well, like, there isn't I, anyone smarter than I, and I didn't <laughs> solve it. <laughs> so, I guess maybe a rule where you can only put in like up to your first second knuckle into your into yourself on OnlyFans. Well, that's the thing they want to make these rules. That's yeah. what they do want to do. Would that be funny if Visa came down and go, "Okay, look, we've reached a compromise." Just two fingers in any yeah. orifice max. Three fingers were pulling the plug. You go, Listen, all right, Visa's. Visa's pretty chill. We're going to come down and we're going to let you know what's going to be the deal. We are going to be allowing you to fist, but it has to be a fist of color. <laughs> woke Visa. <laughs> yeah, woke Visa. Woke Visa goes, fisting's cool, just no white fists. But this is, this is the thing about like these fucking companies. It's like, so there is, there is... You don't have to, it looks like you didn't have to listen to the banks because what they obviously d- came back and switched it. They basically at the beginning, they go, we had no choice. Mm-hmm. And then a week later they go, oh, we solved it. So, okay. So obviously you did have a choice. Well, I don't think they solved it because I think this decision means they can't go public. That's like what this means is they didn't solve it because their goal was to be a publicly traded company, which is well, why they did this. Well, this was such a PR disaster yeah, 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 for yeah, them. Yeah, But this isn't like, no oh, we, oh we're, we're going back and we're being public. They're just like, I guess we're not a public company. No, that, not in the cards. Not after this. Not after this. No, no, no. Not if they're keeping this policy. Dude, the only yeah, things yeah. people do have like... They make so much money. I don't even like... I, I know people always want more and more money, but like... What do you think you're going to turn OnlyFans into? Netflix or something? It's like, insane. It's like you're you have think... OnlyFans. It's private. Just like fucking enjoy. I'm sure there's a million <laughs> venture capitalists who would fucking give their left nut to buy that thing. If you honestly think that it. what you're going to be doing is people are going to be removing their cooking tutorials over to yeah, OnlyFans. Yeah, like what do you think now. Martha Stewart's going to have an OnlyFans? Maybe like, in 25 years. It's like once it became public vernacular. There's 10,000 people talking about it. It's like why hasn't fucking Pornhub become the competitor to YouTube? It's, it's the poster not. child for girls showing. Yeah. Exactly. It's the poster child for women like showing their fucking tits for money. Yeah. It's and but the thing is, so to, to like my thesis here, like I'm trying to relate this back because I think it's so interesting. And it, 
And I, I saw a lot of consistency from a lot of people that fucking speak for a living and shit like that being like, yeah, dude, I can't fucking support this, but you will never see it the other way around where it's like, yeah. Cause I think that some of these people that were like championing fucking everyone getting kicked off from payment processing, you're like, yeah, you don't like it when it comes to your thing. And I think it was such that old thing where it's like, well, yeah, everyone loves everything getting taken away when it's happening to people they don't like. For sure. And then it gets fucking turned on them or whatever. Yeah. I think a lot of those people were just like, yeah, I'll just be silent until this passes. Who said that? Oh, a lot of people who are like, you know, in terms of in favor of taking away the payment process from stuff they don't like. And then the OnlyFans thing happens and they're like, you know, they're probably not in favor and they're just like, I'll just not say anything. They're not going to come out and explicitly be like, oh, this is an abomination. I think they did. I think think some people people did. did. I mean, I'm doing that right now. Yeah. yeah. But I know. I know. I'm saying that, but I'm saying I think a lot of people didn't. Well, yeah, I'm sure that. Yeah, there are a lot of people that fucking probably. No, I'm saying on the other side, you're not in favor of. No, I saw fucking a lot. And there's no shortage of, you know, right wing people being like porn should be illegal and whatever, like old school fucking conservative takes or whatever. But the fucking, you know, they're trying to lock up the fucking titties. (laughs) It's like, yeah, if you're going to fucking have everything free, but it's the double standard. It's like, yeah, I'm like fucking girls be, be able to be prostitutes, whatever. But I can't fucking like say no, no words. Yeah. Has the Taliban? Uh, and that's and it's one thing saying a private company, but it's another thing the platforms. See, I always, I'm always about the thing that's like, listen, if someone wants, to, if if Hollywood wants to say this is who's in our movies, if fucking companies want to say this is who we're gonna fire for whatever reason, he, I don't know, sure, but like, it's a lot different than the platforms that like control this stuff, and that's why this one, it in my opinion, does kind of fall under that a uh, little bit. Yeah. Has the, has the Taliban uh, given their opinion on whether they think OnlyFans should be? They're pro, yeah. They're pro OnlyFans? Well, they think it's part of the degeneration of America that will help yeah, them Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, anything that'll get... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're making us more attractive. You're giving us something to point to where we go to the Taliban and the girls are like, hey, can I drive? And you go, you know what happens when you start driving? Yeah. Look, just pull this look at this. This it's is like, what you oh, want to be doing? It's like, Prost- oh my God, I can see her ankle. And they're like, listen, you married me so you didn't have to be a prostitute. <laughs> This is what you want to be? All right. Give me the keys. Give me the, give me the keys. Give me, where are the keys? And I, I know I'm drilling this down, but they said, you know, punishing sex workers just push them underground. Well, what do you think taking all the people that you think have bad opinions and putting them on the fucking dark web does? Podcast circuit. <laughs> right? And all the OnlyFans girls are going to be like, I guess we're podcasters now? I think a lot of them probably already <laughs> had know, podcasts yeah. that weren't successful. <laughs> yeah. And then they fucking... You know, I think a lot of, dude, you know what percentage of people on OnlyFans, like, were doing another thing first, whether that be like an oh, actor, yeah. a, whatever number of things, and it wasn't working out that good, and then they showed their tits, and then they're getting fucking 500 yeah, they, bucks in the month, and they're like, whoa, this is way easier. Oh, yeah. Not even showed, they're just like a little bit of cleavage, and they're like, huh. I did a video uh, on Coney Island saying that they should close the OnlyFans gap, and I got some pretty wild stuff, and then this All Us OnlyFans stuff kind of happened, and it made it irrelevant, so I don't uh-huh. think it would come out. But, like, it really is. You want to talk about fucking pushing people underground? It's like they always almost understand the principles. And it's like, hey, I'm on your side. I don't side think these are fucking- principled people, though. No one is. No one fucking has any consistency to their beliefs. No. But it is... Like, listen, I know a fucking ton of girls that were in porn and all that fucking shit. And we've been in entertainment. We live in fucking New York. You know, these girls, it's all the same shit. They're always getting like shadow banned and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Like my Oh, thing- the, dude, the craziest one is the girl who, uh, with the OnlyFans that I know, 
Her, she can't have like any dating profiles on any dating apps because so many people make fake ones of her that her face is just flagged. So every time she tries to make a dating app, yeah, it just like automatically deletes it because they're like, there's a million profiles with this photo. Yeah. And so they just, but she's like, this is actually me. And they're like, they can't tell the difference. There's no way of, of finding Slap out. Slap some filters on that face. She can't. I mean, she can try. <laughs> they have all those fucking, you know, crazy like f- facial recognition shit. And they go, this is that face. And they just zap you. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Well, I guess it, like, that's what I'm saying. It is all the very, the same thing, right? Where they're having all this stuff taken away. And again, when it's like sponsors taken away, TV show, all that stuff, you go, okay. But when it's like bank pressure and social, from social media monopolies, fucking deciding stuff, it's like a little scarier. And I know the argument, uh, the, the big argument that people kind of will make to, is that, um, you know, speech is something that, you're allowed, like, you know, guaranteed by law. And that's what makes it a little different. You're not guaranteed by law to, to be able to sell your body for money to or whatever. shove a bunch of ping pong, ping pong balls in your pussy and shoot them out <laughs> one at a time? Yeah. That's not uh, in the Constitution? Right. But I think as soon as you start, um, I mean, you can play that game back and forth forever, I think, where you're like, well, uh, well, I, it's like kind of what you see. It, sometimes, like, when you see uh, like conservative people now being like, I think porn should be banned and this and that, and you're just like, it, it really feels like the guy coming home. Like I think I said this before, but it's like the guy coming home and being like, we're never visiting this person. You're going to have dinner on the table by seven. And you're just like, you're living in like a dream world. Yeah, of if course. you think that that's where we're getting. So I think the best, you know, thing that the, to have is like, everyone's allowed to do their things, mm-hmm. but uh, it has to be fucking to some degree like fair. Yeah. I mean, it feels like this is, I don't know if this is a, a perfect like example, but it feels like similar to, you know, where weed companies were a while back yeah. where they couldn't even go public. Cause they're like, I don't know. They're like, I technically, my company's legal. We're not doing anything illegal, but then no, all these people are like, we don't want to touch this shit. Like we're just, and then now all of a sudden, you know, once one person comes it does around seem similar to that. And once one person comes around, then all these people are like, oh, well, if they're doing it, I just don't want to be the first one. But the problem is there aren't a million OnlyFans. Dude, imagine fucking Pornhub went public. Like there's like Pornhub IPO. It would be the meme stock of all meme stocks. It would be insane. We should. It, 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 is, it is like one of those things where I get why people are just like, so is that the future? Just every girl's a prostitute. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, a perfect world. Yeah, that'd be great. You fucking, listen, you have your one trad wife. (laughs) (laughs) We're all prosties. And then, you know, on your way to work, you stop in at the prosties, fucking get a tug, and it's not even shady. (laughs) Like, you come in, and they have it set up properly. It's just a vending machine. You just are like, you know, a photo booth. Yeah, you you can do it on your phone before you get in. You go, this is what I want. I'm going to pop in. It's like the Uber of... Rub and tugs. That would be, you know what I mean? Yeah, tugly. Order a beach like Uber Eats. <laughs> I'm sure in some countries. I don't want to live in that. Yeah, I don't want to live in that. I'm old school. I like it to should only, call them. It should only be illegal for dudes to do. <laughs> but, dude, you fucking order. You you know you know you and you send it back. You go. I said a set. <laughs> So, I mean, that's, you know, how like Uber is like, remember Uber was the app was just cars. And now you go in there, there's like 15 different things. You have that talk where you have put the notes in no small talk. Yeah. <laughs> Girlfriend experience. You literally just order fucking race, like titty size. Fucking it's dude. It's ass. how you put fucking when you do like a, a meal in Uber eats, you know, you check all the boxes. You go, right. Like, yeah. I'd like extra ketchup. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No relish, please. <laughs> <laughs> do you th- do you think uh, you could fucking date a you you were like you were same as me where like. And I, I think people that live in different places see this differently. And I always kind of lived like a pirate life. So I've been around the fucking riffraff. And I've mm. been, you know, I've never, I've had a real job. I've been in this shit my entire life. So I think you have that's, a bandana. I have a bandana. Pirate that life. stuff's a little more normal than me. I've, I never no, dated I wouldn't, like I wouldn't want. seriously like my girlfriend because having that stuff around, it's literally like the sketch where you're fucking dating some girl and she's like, gotta go fucking post my nudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go post a set. Yeah. But I've dated... Um, I've dated girls who have become OnlyFans girls. Well, I've been, like, messing around with them, but it's, like, never promoted to, like, the main no, shit. No, 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 You go, no. you're on the periphery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like actually... No, shit. never anybody who was currently in it. Rappers <laughs> love that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was... Oh, yeah. But I think... But that's one of those things where when you're younger, you kind of have all these ideas of, like... Th- I feel like things just matter so much more when you're younger and then as you get older, you're just like, who, whatever. Just life just grinds you down. Well, you just like, you're like, you're just, <laughs> you're like, ah, yeah, but so you just don't care. You're like, you just like meet some chick that does that stuff. You're going, I don't know. I'm not going to marry her. Whatever. Yeah. Totally. Anything, it's kind of funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's definitely to think of be like a pain the, in the ass the stigma, and the lifestyle, the stigma of it now versus like literally, I don't know, three years ago, how different that is. Like three years ago, girls in OnlyFans, you're like, Oh, that's great. And now it's like, yeah, she's she works at an office. No, I don't think it's uh, like maybe that. not that, but it seems. But I think so for me, I, it depends if you could pull it off. Like you almost you have to make it cool. Yeah, like you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. gotta be like, yeah, this is my fucking. I think it's like hilarious. Or she has a secret <laughs> one. A secret one's fine. Secret one's fine. I don't think. Again, I don't want to date. I, like I, I, I couldn't. I know chicks that do this shit, and I wouldn't date. Like seriously, have a girlfriend that her job was like fucking sending private pictures oh, and videos to dudes and like keeping in contact with all I told, them. I think I told you there's no like, the, the, like the, the, that's like, too much. There's like, we know that one girl who had one and uh, she's like, yeah, there's guys who like people, girls pay and they just will do your uh, messaging for like, and they'll do the messaging on like five girls only fans for like a monthly fee. Yeah, that's even funny, So yeah. literally so many guys only fans are just talking to other guys. I know it's nuts. You think you're talking to the girl and you're just talking to a dude. But having the... <laughs> And it's like not even a dude. It's probably like some guy in like a foreign country. You have no idea. Like you're, you're at, like, off to like a dude. A, you're just talking to some dude Kabir. who works at like a call center in the Philippines. And, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "So what do you want me to do to your fucking cock?" You're like, okay, yeah. And then yeah, that well, that's the one you requested. That's to the begin one I requested. With. Yes, but you would have to like, if it was uh, like I've even said dating a chick that. Um... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Like, hangs around with nonstop dudes is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, if you have a girlfriend, and... All of her friends are men, and her job is just like around twenty dudes nonstop. It's like that's a pain in the ass. Sure. Let alone just fucking constantly like her harem of dudes. Oh, no, it'd be a fucking nightmare. She start fucking feeling like her shit don't stink. <laughs> <laughs> She's like you're constantly having to go shopping with her. She's gonna buy outfits for her fucking photos. And- I kind of feel like just in general, it is funny just how much. Uh, things used to 
I used to get so stressed out more, just even breaking up with a chick or just any like little career thing or school thing, because as you fucking have more things happen and have bad things happen and you just kind of get over where it's, you really can get more in tune with it. Ugh, whatever. You can <laughs> yeah, become yeah. more stoic, but yeah, for sure. It's just like I remember weird. even remember when Ryan Long's challenge got like canceled mm-hmm. because uh, the, so basically had this uh, TV show and then we met up and messed with this company and they got their lawyers involved and then they they took it off the air and it was a whole hoopla. I just remember this being like my life's over. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Welcome to my. I, I, wa- I was very dramatic about it. Uh-huh. I, I used to, I remember, you know, getting cut from like a hockey team or something and just being like lying in my bed. Yeah. Like, I'll never recover. Face down on the floor. Yeah, I'm just, just ready to end it. You know what I mean? The littlest thing. Mm-hmm. Just. Because I was so just like accustomed yeah. to winning at that time in my life, right? So every little loss, I was just, was like, just like, this doesn't happen to me. I'm a fucking ch- <laughs> I don't take L's. There must be some kind of mistake, coach. Yeah, just any tiny little thing, just, you know, lying in your bed, your mom, your mom's like, Ryan, what are you doing? She's go, vacuuming just, around your yeah, body. Yeah, just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, it's over for me. Save yourself. <laughs> Don't yeah. be near me. My bad energy is just going to infect you. <laughs> you go. It's- Ryan's like on the Titanic. He's like, just like his bed's broken. He's like, the whole ship's going down. You're like, I think we're fine. <laughs> Man, save yourself. Dude, I literally went out of town when the Ryan Long's challenge thing happened. I went out of town and I remember, and I was still even conscious of it, but I was just like, I just felt like I it, I had to do something, so I went out of town. And I remember sitting on like the, a bench near like a beach, and I was just like, you know, basically like skipping stones, <laughs> <laughs> feeding the birds. And- but were you like, were you like? Were you thinking about, you know what? Like, were you thinking about packing it all up and just moving to this town? You I know? think I was like, just, And you're just like, I'm yeah. going to start a new life. Like, just well, My old me. one's over. Yeah, yeah. The, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you're like, what would my new identity be in this town? And you're just kind of thinking. You no, know, like, I'd be that guy that's a fisherman. Yeah. And then everyone comes the in. They, they go, that's, he used to be a TV star. <laughs> and he goes, I don't talk about that anymore. Mr. Long, can I ask you about your TV show? I, you know I don't fucking talk about it. <laughs> Do you that. want some crabs or no? And then maybe one day he shows up and it's dark and I, you know, light the candle, light a cigarette. And I go, it was an ambush comedy show. <laughs> we, uh, oh, we made some pants. They were called Python pants. It made your dick look bigger. And <laughs> The sponsors didn't like it. <laughs> Do I regret it? Do I regret it? Maybe. If I could take it all back. Would I? Would I have made the cock... Six inches instead of 14? <laughs> Probably. These are questions we could all <laughs> think about. But even, like, um, so now just so many big things, I feel like I could brush it off. And you get so much. And I'm kind of relating that back to there's so much stuff with chicks, especially if the chick's younger than you, where you just be like, I would never date a girl. And then as you get older, you're just like, who fucking cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, I think you lean more into also so much of your life when you're younger is how your friends see you and how people see you. And I think the more you get older, so much of your life is what the fuck your life looks like. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Where Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. People just give less of a shit about what people think the older they get. And, and obviously you're, I mean, uh, you're, you know, we're in entertainment and it matters to some degree how people think. And obviously that matters, but what matters more is like, 
is your life suck? Are you getting fucking nagged at all the time? Are you dating some bitch? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, what is your actual fucking... Are you you watching TV shows every night that you hate? Yes. Is she making, you know, are are, are, are you being forced to... Uh, eat food that tastes like a rat's My ass. girlfriend made me watch <laughs> and the you have to- shittiest show the other day. It was this show. Uh, this just you, you just triggered me. What was it? A triggered cuck? Oh shit! What was That's the thing? Bad oh, tri- news, you dude. just triggered, dude. You just triggered Normied me because she made me watch this show where the people. It's the dumbest show ever. It's people get married, but it's people they've never seen before. They sign up to be on this show, Shut and up. then they like, have to marry someone they've never seen in Stupid. two weeks. Dude, the whole thing is idiotic. And my girlfriend's like, we're gonna watch the show, and then it was an hour long, and all they did was just pick who's gonna be the contestants. And so we watched an hour of the show, and the whole time I'm like on my phone. And she's like, why are you watching? I'm like, show's fucking stupid. And then we get to fucking the, stupid, dude, dude. We get to the end of the hour, and it's like all they did is go, okay, here are the contestants. So like the show was the first hour was nothing. And then I'm like, we're never watching the show ever again. That was a w- hour of my life wasted. They stretch these puppies out, dude. It's it was so it's bad. nuts. It was well, the one thing that I'll say that um did a little bit because so much of you know being successful and Anything, whether that was, you know, crushing fucking snooze, snooze, a job, like anything, you know, it's all, it's so momentum based sports, so momentum based. So when you have like a string of bad things, it is hard to shake off. I feel like one, two. So uh, uh, we mentioned this on the Patreon, but Danny had a stock tip. (laughs) Oh boy. So Danny made a lot of money and we've talked about that, but then. Danny was very uh, sure on this one. And put, Dude, it was literally a one in a fucking million. So basically, I, Danny put a ton of money in this stock, Mudsu, which was a Muds. SPAC that was going to buy... Tops, the baseball was card gonna company. going to buy Tops, the baseball card company. It was honestly... The baseball card company lost their license... Not only that, but but the be- so this company companies. Fanatics came in behind the back. So you know Michael Eisner, who's like the Disney CEO, former, he was the guy behind this. It's like it had everything going for it. And then Michael Eisner was like, I didn't even know about this. They did this whole thing like behind their backs. And then the NBA and the NFL also lost their license. This one company came in behind everybody's backs and literally destroyed these two companies. Like it, it's the whole thing's crazy. And me. And me. So, I mean, I know Danny lost, you lost more money than me, but you also made way more money than that right before. But, you know, I'll say I lost fucking $60,000. On this one thing? (laughs) Yeah. uh, No. On uh, 50,000 on muds and then- uh, You lost 50? (sighs) And then I lost 10 on the fucking pharmaceutical. If it makes you feel better, I lost more than that. It doesn't make me feel better because you made way more than that right before. Still doesn't make it feel No, but you're- Four months, if you look at four months financially in the stock market, you're still way up. Uh-huh. So it's it's not, yeah, if I had well, made five times this yeah. um, two months ago. I'm still not happy about it. Yeah, it's of not course you're I'm not. not fucking... Big surprise, you lose a money. You fucking, your coupon doesn't work, you're not. <laughs> this, the, this thing was such, like, people I'm talk about in the stock. I'm not to these kind of losses. People, people talk about in the markets uh, the idea of the rug pull. This was like of I've never even experienced or heard of anything like, dude, it was not even that, but they were supposed to go start trading as tops uh, yesterday. So it's like, it's not like this was like, oh, this was about like, this was literally just in the last like week of this, this fucking news comes out. Dude, the whole thing's unbelievable. Like there were so many articles in like the Wall Street Journal about like, how the fuck did this happen? Like the whole thing is insane. 
Well, it really did like kill. And I had a few other like little things that weren't going my way. Just like three in a row. And it started, I, I honestly, it was the first time in a while where I was like having trouble shaking it off. Yeah. Where I was like, I don't, it just felt, you look at like all the things you did for my, and you're just like, all of it's just washed away. And I guess, you know, whatever it is, what it is. But I really was, I'm like, momentum is so fucking important. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it really did like, yeah. fuck. Where it was like, even just doing the next, like working on stuff was feeling like, ugh, why bother? Yeah. Like I was having trouble I mean, thinking big even. I was having trouble like making big plans and like trying to work hard and I'm going to do this. I was kind of like, food tasted bad. <laughs> it re- I think it, it did like stress me out. Oh, I, think I, was, I was fucking, I was, fe- I felt like in uh, Saving Private Ryan, the guy who's walking around with his intestines in his hand and it's all like, all like slow-mo on the beach. Yeah. So anyways, the shell shocked, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but the the point of all this stuff was about the OnlyFans, and the truth is that my point was if it was it is very similar to all this other shit, right? Mm-hmm. And the part of I was saying about killing momentum is I think that things affect you less and i'm just like yeah, if this happened to me when I was like twenty one I was like, I don't know if I would have recovered for a while, whereas now it's like. I'll be, it's whatever. It was five days ago. And, but it did, it was, uh, it was a fucking hit. Oh, you don't even know. Yes, I do. I mean, I guess you do. (laughs) Yes, I I do. I guess you do know. I very much know. It's yeah. It was my chick's not happy with you either. No. Why she bought it too? (laughs) No, because it's fucking coming out of her. (laughs) It's coming out of her. It's coming out of her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I learned, I learned some, Good lessons here. Uh, but the, so when, when I was looking at these articles, this article that said the OnlyFans thing, right? So this thing goes, it, it, it was uh, talking about how OnlyFans is going to hurt. I saw on the same fucking, um, so this was USA Today. Mm-hmm. While I was looking at that article, right beside it, there's uh, like a recommendation for three articles. And that article goes, it's not just Facebook and Twitter. TikTok is a hate scape for racism and white supremacy. So it's like <laughs> in the same thing, they're kind of like platforms are, you know, uh, trying to remove people. They're just like, this is why platforms need to remove more people. So, yeah, I and you. I thought it was just like the perfect yeah, encapsulation each other. of like how fucking these people leave pl- Leave platforms alone besides right beside platforms should be under attack it really was and i was looking at this article i was just the idea of because every everything's obviously you know when they say hate speech you go what's hate speech they go you obviously (laughs) i mean it's you but despite pledges to crack down on hatred tiktok is still trafficking in short form videos that promote hate and this is the best part so a counter extremism think tank so a very unbiased counter extremism think tank of the uh, 1,030 videos analyzed over three months in 2020. So they have a whole team analyzing TikTok videos, TikTok videos to make sure that they're... And they said nearly a third of them amplify white supremacists. So their hypothesis is one in three videos... On TikTok. ...is amplifying white supremacy. And it's a classic if you're a fucking hammer, everything's a nail. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you guys, your job is to see if anything has a potential of amplifying white supremacy. Then they p- give you a bunch of videos. Lo and behold, like... Literally, I guarantee you, you go, and what was the percentage of those videos where it was just a white guy talking? And they go, 33%. 
So they, yeah, they, exactly. They found, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, a white guy talking. You know, this, I don't know how this is amplifying white supremacy. Seems like the number is pretty similar. But the number of videos of spewing offensive content about Asians, LGBT, migrants, refugees, women, Muslims, Jews. I mean, and this is the thing. One in three, two in three videos on TikTok get taken down from anyone who's oh, not for, just dancing. Yeah, unless you're in the Taliban or dancing. I hang out with fucking... You know, chicks that just post like their stand up on. I was talking to uh, fucking Natalie Cuomo at the stand. She was showing me she's got eighty five videos taken down. Yeah, every every comedian I talk to, we we have like a we you you basically see who has more like infractions because yeah. I have like ninety five in a row. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll you know you go who scrolls down for longer for all your infractions because <laughs> that's how much videos they take down. So there's nothing that's taking down videos more than TikTok, and they're just like. Well, it's not even enough. Anyways, you should be able to fucking finger your pussy you and get fucked in the ass for my. It's like these people. You don't see do you the think, fucking correlation a little bit. Do you think there's any way you could do uh, a pro CCP video on TikTok but still have it get taken down somehow? Like it's pro, but you throw in something that's also banned somehow. I think they'd like that. They'd like that. Like imagine they'd be like, "Well, we can't take this down." Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think they'd be fucking all for that, dude. Even though this amplifies white you're supremacy. Saying like a, a, yeah, a, a, a pro tic- a pro uh, video, but you know, you say based in it, for example. Yeah, exactly. You say stuff that are like the words that get you kicked off, or like you know something about COVID or anything to do with that. Yeah. <clears throat> so the next sponsor we're going to talk about quickly before moving on is which me and Danny just got a bunch of stuff from Ritual. So multivitamins, shakes, um, we deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every day. Ritual's clean multivitamin formulated with high quality new high quality nutrients and bioavailable forms that your body can actually use, plus the fresh taste and delayed release capsule design make taking your vitamins easy so they actually have it did you i don't know if you've seen but they've had the minty taste on them yeah i love the best taste i love the minty taste i honestly took it and i go i i was kind of like shocked or not shocked but i I was like where did this mint come from yeah yeah i do i I i've always know what my problem is i'm always like i'm gonna be a fucking multivitamin guy yeah i generally get in that and then i then i forget so See, yes. I, I forget, but I also have this thing where I don't, I think it happens, but it happens to me where I get in a vitamin kick and then, but then I start taking them on an empty stomach in the morning. And then one day I just puke. I don't I take believe like, you because I don't I take believe like, you've ever had an empty stomach. <laughs> I, you're lying to me. I take like eight. No, I know the first I, thing I throw down a bunch of things and then I like puke and I hate puking so much. And I go, all right, I'm off vitamins for a minute. No. You wake up and you have your eyes closed still and you start snapping at your chick. You go, hey, hey, and then she goes, sorry. And then she just- uh, Get lowers, me my gravy. Lowers the, <laughs> lowers the ham into your mouth. <laughs> Get me my gravy. You Like a like a, a fish and you just eat Dude, the- I have- I take a whole bite of the ham and you and she's like, the, the hook was still on that. And you go, and then you spit out the hook. I, uh, I have a mug that says, don't talk to me until I've had my gravy. <laughs> don't talk to me <laughs> Don't talk to me until I've had my ham. <laughs> so these vitamins, the reason why this is better is they uh, are a monthly subscription because that's what happens. I always get some vitamins. I go through them and then I never I never use them again. So this is why I like these ones. They have a good taste, but also it's a subscription service. So should the multivitamins should contain key nutrients and forms that your body can use to help fill in gaps in the diet. No shady extras. Rituals, delayed release, capsules... Design delivers high quality nutrients, including mean vitamin D3 and just two daily pills. So 
Get your key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering the Boys Cast listeners 10% off during your first three months. So visit ritual.com slash boyscast to start your ritual today. And they also do it. Uh, they say, hey, if you're a man under 60 or if you're a man or whatever yeah, yeah, you the age kind is, of put in your they, you, you put in your actual who you are. Customized. Yeah. So Danny, they don't have a weight thing, but. I got the women over sixty. <laughs> yeah, Danny got Danny got women over sixty with Just a small the peen. Me, the menopause, the menopause <laughs> pack. They ask you, they don't ask your peen. They side. ask you your girth, and you go, "This is getting kind of personal for a." Yeah, <laughs> but on the topic of fucking girth? moving on for canceling, yeah, yeah, the topic of girth. Uh huh. I have. I would just like to <laughs> announce that I have a a fucking twelve inch wide wiener. <laughs> Woo! But. Co- it's like a coaster. It's like a carpet. You know when they say it's like a popkin? Yeah, it's, like, it's like a coaster. It's like a coaster. <laughs> <laughs> coaster, coaster. This guy's fucking hog looks it's like, like a coaster. coaster. It's like a coaster. It's like, that's pretty good girthy. You know it's actually a flat coaster on a table. Yeah. It's wide at the sides, though. So on the topic of canceling, the Jeopardy stuff, uh, I thought there was so much like interesting stuff about this, but it really boils down to... So the Jeopardy guy... He was the executive producer, and then he decided he was going to be the host. Weaseled his way into hosting. Which oh, such nice a weasel move! move too. It was like he wasn't even in the mix, really. Yeah. Nobody was talking. And all of a sudden, he's like the executive producer. <laughs> Mike Richards is the guy's name, but he's like the executive producer of the show. Huge move on his part. But if you were the host, any other host trying to get this job, and then they go, "We actually gave it to the executive." Yeah, producer. he's like, it's like, oh, like they pick him as the host. He goes, oh, crazy! I, I had no idea I was even in the running. This is <laughs> like. What a what a interesting surprise! I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Wild move on his part. <laughs> but so the Jeopardy, so they go. The Jeopardy saga has co- become a cautionary cautionary morality tale, and that's what the title of this article is by Vox. And it was like exactly the shit I'm talking about. I, I go, I don't feel like these guys have the right to go out there and like be. You should be able to be a prostitute, which. I actually fucking agree with, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, be like, you need to be fu- like you. These people need to decide what they, they think that they can I mean, be the selective moral. Is they think they get to be selective moral puritans. Yeah, and the thing is, is this even for them was a reach? Like reading the stuff. First off, reading this, and they go, "This one." So someone. So I love how someone's job because they're like a journalist. This is what a journalist is right now. I know. So they go. So you work at like you know you're an intern at Vox or something. And then Mike Richards gets hired as the host, and then someone literally goes, "Okay, go through go through everything he's ever done. We got to bring this guy down." And someone said they listened to forty three episodes. If you're a hammer, everything's a nail. Yeah, they go listen to forty three episodes, and like the worst shit was like, "You're like, yeah, I don't know." This is literally at a fucking magazine, (laughs) New Jeopardy host. Yeah, exactly what you said. You go, "This is your job for the next week. Go listen to Mike fucking uh, and." Like his big Jewish thing that they're like, oh, he made a anti-Semitic and it was literally like someone said something about a big nose. And he goes, Ixnay on the nose, nay. Yeah, nose gay. Dad jokes about fucking. Yeah, like literally like the most basic. You're like, you go, okay. like No, you literally cannot have a job. <laughs> Podcasting for Mike. <laughs> He's mad. It's funny because he, he had to come out and apologize. And his apology goes, he, you know, he came out and he was like, he thought he might still keep his job at this point. And he goes, this is disgraceful for me to come and even see this. I'm so ashamed of myself. And it was like, 
Well, you shouldn't have said that because now you're back in podcasting. <laughs> no, he's still the executive producer. I know. He did, That's so. the craziest part too. Is it's like all he couldn't be is well, you know, he did the you're okay. Sorry, so, but you're like okay. So all the stuff you said, fine for executive it's producer. Fine for executive we just don't producer. want the host. Exactly. You go. You go. You like. Look. You could say you hate every. You want to gas all the Jews. That's fine for executive producer. Let's just not say that. As the host of Jeff, like you have to be the most squeaky clean person in the world to be on to be an actor. Now. Would it be amazing if it's like they picked it's Levar, Bur- Levar Burton, this, which everybody wanted, and then like just crazy like just Cosby allegations start coming out? <laughs> Dude, it does seem like some of these jobs. If you've done anything wrong, like not do not. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the guy. Imagine a guy. That- what's the move? Is do you just be like hope I'm not going to get found out? You don't, you do get found out. I think it's one of those, if you see a guy take, get like a huge job offer, he turns it down and you're like, he killed a guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the totally guy in Memphis. Yeah, yeah, because he, he did some fucked up shit if you turn that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he goes, they're like, hey, you know, we'll just do a quick vetting procedure. He goes, you know why I'm not that guy. And he's like, no, but I don't even, do, I'm not interviewing goes, for this. Goes, we want you. It's like we've, we've whittled you down to the Wait, well, thousands of applicants. We'll know? just look through some of your footage and see if we, stop! <laughs> <laughs> I do not want Look, I'm job. a racist, okay? I'm a <laughs> I won't have to tell you like I'm racist. I'm racist. (laughs) I didn't want to have to tell you this. I'm racist. (laughs) And Jeopardy, Jeopardy, they've had their fucking eyes on forever, right? Remember the guy won and they said he did the white supremacy symbol? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the... They've... All these bloggers... Ruined that guy's life, too, which is fucking... Ruined that guy's life, too. No accountability. All these bloggers have had their sights set on Jeopardy, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Ever since Trebek died. So they go, The Ringer published an expose. So this is what these blogs do, too. The Ringer did their expose, and then Vox is, like, referencing The Ringer's expose. I know, I know. They're all just linking each other. They're all just linking their web of, you know, this guy's the worst, painting Richards as an opportunist with it. This guy is the executive producer of multiple big game shows in Hollywood, and you're telling me he's an opportunist? Yeah. Like, literally, what do you do here? Probably the guy does nothing. He just pretends to be busy and gets an executive producer credit. <laughs> what what person in Hollywood isn't, that's very successful, isn't a bit of an opportunist? Yeah, no shit. They go, he's a hit with, not only is he an opportunist, he has a history of making sexist, classist, and xenophobic That's remarks. when you know that they're really g- grasping when they're like, we got for classism. We go, Shut we, up. This guy can't be, he's the host of Jeopardy. And well, he can't be because he's classist. Or whatever. Even if he's not, he's the executive producer of a fucking huge TV show. He's like, he's classist, you say? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're saying because he's rich. Yeah. You're saying no shit, he's classist. <laughs> but I'm like, what a crazy thing to Well, be he like. basically said the joke about homeless people is the issue. Oh, okay. That's what they don't like. Detailing just so they they and they did their expose, which they must have fucking when they found that one smoking gun. <laughs> they brought they were in their house with the episode, the ball, ball of yarn, the whole yeah, thing, yeah, and they found that smoking gun of him saying something classist. You think it's like the equivalent of of uh, like one of those horror movies where someone has to like you know watch videos to find like a snuff film for like a clue or something? They have to. And then and like, like, oh! and, like they, they hear like him like make some joke and just fucking pukes in a garbage can. It's like oh oh, it's like you okay? It's like it's classism. Never heard anything of classist garbage in my life. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, what uh, <laughs> it's like goddamn, I don't know how much longer I can do this job. 
<laughs> he's listening. The guy goes, ah, so I had the old ball and chain over. He goes, I, can't. <laughs> oh, I need a oh, break. Oh, I need a break. <laughs> I can't do it anymore, okay? He goes, we hired you for a job, and you need to do it. He goes, you don't know what it's like in there. <laughs> you don't know what I've heard. You don't know what I've heard. I do the dirty work, so you don't have to. The classism, the xenophobia. <laughs> the sexism. The misogyny. Oh, my God. Take the toll on you, okay? <laughs> I'm just not the same after. <laughs> he comes home to his wife. He says, how are you doing? Oh, what do you mean? How am I doing? What's that supposed to mean? She goes, ever since you've been listening to those podcasts, you've been snapping at me a lot. <laughs> you don't know why. You can walk a minute in my shoes. <laughs> you wouldn't last five minutes with those headphones on. <laughs> she comes in to the room. He's got him just blasting. He turns it off. He's like, yeah, I can't, I listen. I can't have you hear this. I told you not to look at my work. Take the kids downstairs. <laughs> I told you, you can't handle my work. There's no coming back from this stuff. <laughs> I opened the floodgates that I can't return from. So that's what the people at Vox are after. But they're taking one for the team. Oh, big time. They listen to the classism so we don't have to. Also, Vox is like the they're classism. not classism. With their... Any, anyone who uses these fucking buzzwords is a classist. Literally, fucking Vox is the same site who is like, every person who likes Trump is a redneck retard. <laughs> and then they're like, and then now they're like, the classism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. The classism. <laughs> so they they found the remarks, and they said very quickly, uh, Richards looked unfit to continue the legacy of Jeopardy, Jeopardy according to Vox. Um, they said that he, was, he has a history of being dismissive of long-term show employees. So this is what... Basically, if you want a job, you have to be a porn star, according to these people. It's like, this guy said some mean things. He was classist. He's not a fucking, you know. So can he, we get a porn star to basically need to be Bernie Sanders. Why didn't they get Bernie Sanders to do it? That sounds, he's not a classist. But this is what he's being accused of. Like, some of the accusations are he was, uh, he, was he could be exclusionary and dismissive of long term show employees. So it's kind of a Kermit, as you always calls the Ellen thing, nice gate. Nice gate. <laughs> Turns out that Ellen wasn't nice. <laughs> So we go, Mike Richards, you may think that he's just an executive producer of Jeopardy, but did you know that he's dismissive of employees? <laughs> you mean the executive producer of like fucking, you know, multi-million dollar long running TV yeah, franchise like on 40 years or something. and never having been dismissive of anyone. Yeah. Someone's like bugging him and he's like, can you just leave me alone? They go, well, I guess you're never going to be the host of the show. <laughs> Seal that. Fucking. Well, I guess kiss being the host goodbye, Michael. <laughs> Whoa, think, dismissive much? Do you think that he met the Vox employee in the alleyway too? He goes, I've got some information for you. Yeah, he like takes a fucking like SD card out of his cheek. <laughs> Here you go. He's like, store that somewhere safe. Store that somewhere safe. They do the whole big thing. The guy gets home. He looks it up. He goes, in 1994. Oh, he goes, oh, this is juicy. He goes, you're dismissive. <laughs> <laughs> So they meet in the dark alley. Yeah, like when dismissive is getting in there, you go. Oh, he's classist. He's dismissive. (laughs) (laughs) Sixty-year-old dude who runs like a you know work. These shows you're fucking working these eighty-hour days. Yeah, it's crazy. Totally, you're like. I mean, people who work as baristas are dismissive. You know, dismissive is not like 
yeah, I don't know. Some people sometimes are dismissive. Dude, I've been on. I'll tell you what. Who is like that's an actual trait of theirs where they go, yeah, you know Ryan. You go, who's Ryan? You go, the, the dismissive guy. <laughs> go, oh Ryan, yeah, 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 I know Ryan. He's always dismissive. It's like yes, yeah, sometimes so people are dismissive. dismissive. And I've run productions before. Like, I ran small little TV shows and web series and stuff like that. Now, here's the question. Did you ever dismiss anybody? You have to. Everyone, you know, it's ideally you have a crew that kind of all kind of gets each other. But most of the time, you have 20 people working for you. You're trying to just make all these decisions. And then a lot of times, someone's like, hey, we should try this. And in your mind, you're just like, yeah, look. Okay, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Not right now. You know what I mean? So you were dismissive. Is, is you that... have no choice but to sometimes be, you, tr- you have no choice guess but to sometimes. Guess I'm not sitting next <laughs> to the future host of anything. Okay, edit this other out. Other than podcast. Ryan Long. podcasting it is for Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Long's podcast Whoa. just de- uh, demotes him to podcasting. <laughs> because he Ryan Long kicked off of his own. This is the new Vox thing. Ryan Long kicked off of the boys cast due to dismissive behavior in he Canada it. in the early 2000s. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. I just outed myself. Honestly, soon, we're like this close to these people being like, he swore. <laughs> he was on a podcast. He said the F word. That's the thing where I'm pointing out. There's so... They're so wacky with what they think. You know what I mean? I know. It's like their value system is so insane. Well, it's straight up is they, you know, they arrive at like an outcome first. They go, we need to have this guy removed from Jeopardy. That's the starting point. It's not like, you know, if you go dig through podcasts of the Jeopardy host, for what reason? To be like, hey, here are all the best things he said on a podcast of his 43 episode podcast. Like here were the highlights of his podcast, the new Jeopardy host. No, it's like you have your... Like intent is to take this guy down. There's people who are starting the with that on that where they came out and they said, "Listen, I spent my life trying to take people down or whatever," and I like realized that was like a disgusting job. It was like you. How do you not? I mean, if you're a chick, whatever, they're a little more like fucking nosy and vindictive. Yeah, <laughs> like all it would take for the chick to like it is to like hate a guy. Yeah, but there is if you're a dude and you're just sitting there listening to forty hours trying to find the worst thing to ruin someone. F you, I know. bud. I know. I didn't swear because I didn't want them to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You were being dismissive of that person, though, so that's probably enough of that hypothetical person. You don't know the work I do, honey. <laughs> so he had two lawsuits at the show, two of which were settled out of court, focused on the mistreatment of female employees. One is uh, the Price is Right had recently laid off several models, and the suit says that after Cochran informed Richard of her pregnancy, he said to her, go figure, I hire five girls and all of them get pregnant. What are the odds? <laughs> so I'm shaking. I mean, literally, <laughs> I'm literally shaking. I mean, he was pretty dismissive of her. So also, if that's actually the case, you're like, yeah, the odds are probably really fucking high. <laughs> like what? The odds of if he hires five and all five of them get pregnant. Why are the odds high of that? The, the, I don't know. It's like, I mean, yeah, one of them maybe gets pregnant. I, again, I don't know if that's actually the, the odds case. are low. Or low, yeah, I guess. What, what no, high. What you're like, saying? It's like one in a million. That's high odds. That's not low odds. Or I guess, I guess low odds. What are you talking about? This is who I'm listening to for stock advice. <laughs> this is no, why I'm fucking I guess high right low. <laughs> this mathematical fucking brain. My, this wonder of a math. <laughs> my mathematical wizard brain. <laughs> this oh. mathematical wizardry. You know what I mean? The odds are bad. You don't know the difference between low and high odds? I suppose I don't. 
<laughs> I mean, I know. I, I literally well, know. I, suppose I literally I know. Don't. Well, I suppose I don't. Anyway. Low odds is one in a million, and high yeah, odds I guess is 9999. I was thinking of more of like the high, like the denominator. <laughs> the denominator is really high. Anyways, that's that's his big thing as he goes. I wonder what she got to sell. Well, but, the, uh, but this is the, the funny part. If you look at this, it's like, yeah. Okay. If you're thinking of this job is the job of a model. <laughs> so it's like, it's one thing to be like, listen, I shouldn't get fired from my marketing job because I'm three months, four months pregnant. If you're the models at Price is Right and five different models come in and they're all pregnant, I think it's a little distracting. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he goes, so... Uh, I guess we're going in this direction where all our models are pregnant. Yeah, like, I mean, even like, that's one, how, that's how, if she's been there for a while, you can make it this stick and everyone knows her and whatever. Yeah. But if you just started a show and for some reason, the fucking, like, if you're watching a boxing fight and the, like, ring <laughs> chick comes in and she's just, like, seven months pregnant. It's like be, deal or no deal and every girl's pregnant. Like You'd be like, what is going, like, what kind of creep is in charge of this thing? So yeah. you, so it's not a normal job. Obviously, if you're a model and you're pregnant, you're going to take some time off. But his comment, he should have, you know, I guess the comment was the problem where he goes, what are the odds? And who knows? Maybe this guy's a huge dick, whatever. Yeah. Like he's obviously weaseled his way into this job. I mean, there was probably so many. <laughs> he works in Hollywood as an executive producer. Yeah, I'm not. Like, like, there's I a million people Maybe who could literally take his job. It honestly like, sounds like this guy's like a barstool bro from like the sounds of his comments. <laughs> Like, it sounds like this guy's, like, a bro when you listen to, like, the banter that he said on his podcast. Yeah. But, yeah, anyways, it's, like, he's just, like, old school He's, like, also, like, you know, guy. he just, like, makes jokes that are, like, don't land sometimes. And Well, you're going to get worse. It gets worse, though. Cochran's lawsuit also detailed Richard's input on what the show's models should wear. Literally the job of an executive producer. I'm shaking again. <laughs> That's like executive producers don't do much, but that would be a thing they would do. He fucking looked at me and he told me what to wear. He goes, I like black. She goes, what? <laughs> that came in an alleyway conversation too. The girl waited in the car and then he got it. She was like, she had her hood on, got in the car with the Vox journalist or the <laughs> ringer journalist. And then, uh, yeah, slipped him a note and said, what did he do? I, I, okay. He told me what to wear. <laughs> Not my job as a model. He decided that the model's skirt should be shorter. A little fucking... Whoa. (laughs) You're only allowed to say... See? Again, if he said that they should be off completely and they should be fingering themselves with a fucking... uh, Yeah, like you don't... Monster dildo, is that fine? How long were they? Like, like imagine, like they were like actually pretty long, and he's like, they like the shorter was still a pretty reasonable length. No, but they sh- this is what should happen. Girls should start with uh, very modest skirts, and they should come in and be like, "I decide I'm going to do it naked," and then you should be like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah, he goes, but it's yeah, their, yes, man." It should Even be up to on them. your boss. Yeah. So you basically hire models, and you just hope to God they're really good at fashion styling as well. Yes, and, and coordinating, tr- and, and you coordinating. Know, just everything. He said that he likes models to look like they were going on a date. The nerve of this, <laughs> this guy, is honestly. Legitimately, like what you would see in the job description for this modeling job. Dude, <laughs> I honestly started out on this like article, like kind of on his side, but I don't know that's right now. pushing it. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a bit How much. funny is it? Going though? out on a date, what does that mean? 
You're like, a, imagine an actual model showing up to a photo shoot and the guy's like, yeah, we're hoping for you to look like, you know, you've been on a date. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck did you say to me? But also imagine Richards. like a model like showing up, like an actual model you hired and you're like, hey, uh, I don't want to like overstep my bounds or anything, but are you going to like put on some makeup at some point? Or are you just going to do the show with no makeup on at all? Cause like everybody kind of wears, and she just drops her glasses. And yeah. Motion. She goes, yeah. Like, like I what? Like some fucking whore on a date. <laughs> yeah, uh, and if I was a whore, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Maybe I am a whore. Maybe I, he goes, uh, okay. So at his suggestion, he wanted the models to wear bikinis more frequently. Richards. He wants the nerve of to trying to determine what models wear. A review of all 41 episodes of the podcast were available and reveal that Richards repeatedly used offensive language to determine, to disparage women's bodies. So also disparaging means saying anything bad about women ever. Yeah. Because it, and there'll be oh, a thousand articles. It's like a, just with the Olympic thing where there's just like these men talking about whether these Olympians are hot. And then like all the girl magazines were like 10 heartthrob dudes. Like, I mean, you this know? literally is saying he just he used offensive language. So they are actually at that point. Yeah, you were right. It says the Tuesday reveals that Richards repeatedly used offensive. Language. Well, you're not you're allowed to use dispensive language if you're saying men are bad, but you're not allowed to use offensive language about women's bodies because they're all beautiful and they're all brave and they're and all queens. amazing. They're all queens. They're all queens. They're all queens. On another 2014 episode, I I don't even know if I could keep reading, but <laughs> I do appreciate this guy went through this for me. Richard said that the one-piece swimsuits made women look really frumpy and overweight, <laughs> echoing the portion of his lawsuit that uh, mentions Richard's preferences about swimwear. His fucking job. Imagine having any opinion. And by the way, they do. One piece swimsuits make you look a little frumpy. Yeah. Put a bikini on for the boy. I mean, again, we're talking about models who are like professional models. And not only that, Pregnant in ones. LA, which is like dime a dozen, there's a gajillion of them. When he was talking about his female producers, uh, the iCloud photo hack, R- or the, Richards asked, there was the iCloud photo hack before, and he asked his co host, both much younger women. Oh. See, this is the thing. Gotta this hire is, older. This is like, these kind of people would be like, they're the same people that like a guy dates someone that's 21 and they're like, what a creep. And then they're like, okay, but that same 21 year old should be a prostitute. Yeah, but also if those women were older, then this sentence would say much older women. Like they would just, whatever it is, they're just, yeah, if yeah. it was younger or older, they would be like, this is bad. What, why is it worse that they're younger? <laughs> this like fucking... Dude, they're so cooked. I'm glad that, you know, probably normal people think this is crazy, but... Triggered normies? I mean, this guy did keep his job, but it is so funny. It's like... Get one of them. Yeah. You... Yeah, his other job. (laughs) Whether they had ever... He asked them whether they had ever taken nude photos when his co-host said... Some uh, when his co-host said that she had sometimes taken photos of herself when she thought she looked cute, Richard responded, like, booby pictures? What are we looking at? Whoa, language, Mike. I told you, he's just kind of like a bro. Yeah. Boobies? What, like boobies? But imagine like, like boobies. it's just, so anyways, this, I don't think we need to go through all of them, but the bottom line is they've, they, if they're going to change the rules, say from now on, if you go listen, and if anyone wants to have any job ever, 
this is this this is a list of stuff you can't say. But they do want that like communist China like they want the communist China thing without the rules. Like, you know what I mean? At least if you're going to have like a totalitarian system where it's like, hey, you can never work if you say these things. Go, all right, what ca- what are the things? And they go, oh, we're going to make them up as we go along and we're going to backdate them. Yeah, we apply them retro. Because I'll tell you what, saying boobies didn't get you fired from a job in 2012. <laughs> it shouldn't get you fired from a job in like But 19- it does now. Yeah, I know. So they should say, hey, if we're, by the way, uh, we think uh, uh, being a porn store is the most righteous career you could possibly take. But now uh, we've changed it so you can't get, you can't say boobies. <laughs> men, but men, only women that needs to start now. It's like from now on, no guys get to say boobs. Yeah. The worst is he had to do this bullshit apology where he had to like pretend like he was actually. Oh, I know. That's the most humiliating part is because you go, look, ugh, I obviously want to keep the job the at least because they're like look you got to do this apology so to keep your executive producer job and then he's got to be like so apologetic over making these like absolutely nothing comments and jokes well the best part to finish it is then he goes they go they they've picked a new jeopardy host uh mayim bialik bialik who was on big bang theory yeah and blossom and then there's 40 articles now why Jeopardy fans are calling for Maya Bielik to be fired now. Why don't yeah, like literally, why don't they just go to the ringer and be like, just tell us who you want to host Jeopardy. Promise you won't dig up anything in the They town. want Lizzo. Isn't that so fun? So literally, they find a new person, they go, Well, it can't be them either. And it's just either everyone just admits no one can do jobs anymore, or some of these corporations need to grow a backbone and be like, shut up, this guy's the host, screw yourself. Yeah, isn't it crazy too? Because like, I mean, just the idea, like you know, thinking about Bob Saget now, we're like, imagine like, you know, that happened now, Full House, where he'd be fired, and they go, the, "Have you heard what the dad from like, like, imagine it's like, boobies would be the best case scenario." Oh, he and talked that, about having sex with the Olsen twins and stuff. Yeah, like using all this crazy <clears throat> shit. So she goes, you know, she's made controversial vaccination comments in the past, which have come to light since she earns the Jeopardy gig. So do you want to know what she said? Yes. Uh, what do you th- what do you think? Because I-, I know out of the gate that it's probably really bad. She must have said I th- something about microchips and Bill Gates. She and must Epstein have said something Island. about that. She Epstein st- came up for sure. She started to get into Epstein. I think she probably, you know, the way that she's being called to Soros, be fired. She must have Soros, started to get into Zionism. Yeah, she's a big Zionist. I think she started to get into really crazy stuff. Uh, that's the only way to. But. Plandemic. Yes. What she did say was she said. Uh, when talking about vaccinations in her book, she said, I think vaccination is a very personal decision that should be made after sufficient research, which today is within reach for every parent who seeks to learn about their child's health, regardless of their medical knowledge or educational status. So that's what she said. She goes, I think it's it should be their up. choice. That's messed up, bro. And you think you're just going to waltz over and host jeopardy after that spewing that vile uh, i mean imagine bullshit, they find out on, races bullshit imagine they find out on top of this she was dismissive once oh, i don't even want i don't know if she'll ever work again dismissive to a woman nonetheless oh that'd be bad and then she even came out and she was like yeah i'd like to dispel the rumors and my stance on vaccinated she goes i'm not anti-vaccinated uh my children are vaccinated i just think there has been a lot of hysterica and anger on the issue and i think people should be able to make that choice for themselves a nazi God damn it. On my Jeopardy! Based Mayim Bialik. (laughs) 
enough. So there's obviously an ideal world. People. It's start. funny too because like a, again, it's like she did a parenting book, and then you know journalism is the worst fucking job. Like. Especially this like fake journalist. Oh, they go, all right, so Maya Bialik looks like she's in. Uh, let's dig up whatever dirt we can. And they're like, dig up dirt on Maya Bialik? These aren't journalists. This isn't news. They are modern day gossip columnists. Yeah. Because like, this is not journalism. This is gossip. You were a gossip like columnist. P- yeah, this is like. You were the new version of what Perez Hilton did. Yeah, it's like the National Enquirer, but you're like. Yes. It's the equivalent of look at this fucking celebrity looks fat on the beach. But now like, you're saying, look at this celebrity said uh, someone's fat on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tweeted someone's fat on a beach. Yeah. But it's like, it's just insane because you're like, she was on Big Bang Theory. So like, she didn't say anything to take her f- down from there. I guess they were never looking to remove people from stuff like that. No, they they, they only do it when you get, they all, this is their vetting process. They've literally, they've decided that they are the vetting arm of Hollywood. Essentially. And I, again, these articles too, they're so bullshit because they're like, some fans are calling for Mayan my, my Bialik to be fired. And then you're like, it's three, like, you know, three Twitter users with a fucking. Egg, no, egg they get for, some heat, dude. Yeah, you think? Well, I no, guess. Because well, these, no, I'm saying it starts with three. It starts oh, with nobody. And then they. But it does get it. heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these things catch on. Well, they create it. Because all you have to do is get it to someone that they should be fired. And people are like, oh, someone has to be fired. You go, do you want to know why? You want to know? No, no, no. I know how it is. I, I trust you guys. <laughs> Vox says they need to be fired. Oh, what? So Vox is steering me wrong? No, yeah, no, no. Vox would never steer. If me Vox wrong. says they need to be fired, you, I don't. You know, listen. It's like how uh, it's like how they used to be with uh, criminals, like you know, in mm-hmm. fucking witch hunt days, where they go, listen, this guy, you know, he he was uh, we we caught him stealing, and then you go, oh well, then kill him, obviously, and you go, do you want the proof? They go, no, it's, we, we trust you. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> We got a good, honest face. Nah, we got a fucking good, honest face. So the problem with this stuff is, and not the problem, but what I've kind of was thinking is one of the reasons why it's so necessary for these people to be very cancely is just a different, uh, like a, a maybe a different articulation of something that I've been thinking. But because these people need to be the only game in town because. When you want to create things based on other things than talent and you want to get rid of, if you want to kick a ton of talented people down, you have to make it so you're the only game in town. I mean, essentially that's, you know, communism or whatever, right? But you need to make it, if you want people to listen to all your rules, you have to be the only game in town. The same reason why states have, you know, states in America have a little bit of problem with like their craziness because people move, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to be, you know, Hollywood to be everyone follows these rules, you need to shut down anyone who doesn't so- follow them. So, the, you know. And I mean, it is real. You know, you have they can't some real have, power. They can't have people being successful without following their system, right? So they have to shut them down. Yeah. Because otherwise, why would people follow their system when they go, hey, look. Jeopardy didn't follow our system and everything. So they have to shut this stuff down. By the way, it is interesting. I'm looking at the author of the article on Vox or the ringer. Sorry. And her previous article was literally after nearly a decade of campaigning, LeVar Burton finally gets his chance to host Jeopardy. So it's like her things are all just about Jeopardy. And she obviously wanted (laughs) LeVar Burton and then LeVar Burton didn't get in. She's like, Oh, time to fucking take this white piece of shit down. She's the Jeopardy correspondent. She is. Claire (laughs) McNear. She has three, her last four articles. 
rules are Jeopardy related for the ringer. <laughs> Ah, shit. Okay, it's been an hour and a half. This has been The Boys Cast. Make sure to check us out. Patreon.com slash The Boys Cast. A lot of good stuff this week uh, on the Taliban, uh, or on the Patreon. There's a bunch of Taliban stuff. Uh, A crazy fucking COVID article. Some COVID Australia shit. Australia? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was was an early adopter of hating Australians, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're me fucking, you're me torch Australia. She's coming home to roost Australia. We're going to talk about NBA girl getting fired and shit, and uh, Cuomo, uh, a new interesting article, but. That this has been the boys cast. Thank you for everyone who's listening and uh, subscribe to the clips channel too, please. Subscribe uh, to the clips channel. Yeah. Hit YouTube. the Patreon. slash boys the boys cast with Ryan Long. Peace. Peace. Peace.